Don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy enough. Thank you, Nike. Look at talk. The podcast starts now. Welcome one, welcome all to another edition of Look at Talk. We are back. This is Grown Folks Conversation coming to you on a Thursday night. I'm your man, Victor. Your your people's voice. How you doing, Shauna? I'm doing good. Trying to get out this damn rain, y'all. I know. I know y'all is tired of this rain. Welcome to Florida where it just rain it's hot and it rains every day. Man, I can't wait for October to get here because once October gets here, that's when all this rain, I feel like all this rain gonna stop. Yes, it's, let me tell you, one minute you think it's gonna cool down, the next minute it's like, man, shit. Nigga right. shit, goddamn nigga shit. God right. Damn. I could be sitting at work chilling, right? And the next thing you know, I see this rain. I'm like, what the hell did this rain? It could be hot as hell. Mm-hmm. It could be hot as hell. Where the hell did this rain come from? Right. You know, it's today's National Coffee Ice Cream Day, but I got a question. Who the hell eats coffee ice cream? I mean... Coffee who? ice cream is the bomb diggity fresh. Let me tell you. Coffee ice cream and run What is it? Rum raisin is the bomb. Really? It's the bomb. You heard it from Shawnee, y'all, because I ain't never heard of it. Because the, the one time... I had coffee ice cream one time. It tasted funny. I must have got a bad brand or something. And also, today is National Read a Book Day. What's the last book you good book you read? Sister Soldier. Hey. <laughs> Sister Soldier. Okay. The last good good book I read was The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And The Art of Not Giving a Fuck has given me some a lot of things to talk about on the podcast. But that book was so good, I actually handed it to my sister to let her borrow. Hey, girl, I'm going to need that book back if you got it, you know. Hey, man. <laughs> The book was really good. So, but, what we drinking on right now? We are sipping on some Parmesan apple and some ginger ale. Parmesan Shout out to, and ginger ale. Can never go wrong with Parmesan. Right. Man, that was so many days I was at fam. I was turned up off that Parmesan. Woo! <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing gender roles and relationships. But we got a whole bunch of things to talk about before we get to that, you know. Starting with Aretha Franklin's funeral. Do you know that funeral lasted eight hours? Man, where's the clock in and out table? Where my check at? Am I getting I a check? I don't want to be at nobody's funeral that goddamn long. Y'all must gonna feed me in my feet. I'm trying to told you. Y'all, tr- y'all must gonna feed me, and then you're gonna pay me. I'm like, my goodness. I understand a funeral lasts some time, but eight hours though. Right. That's a job, man. What? Too fucking much. Cut me the check. Am I getting paid for this? And then we got to talk about Pastor Ellis. Man, Pastor Ellis. Y'all. <laughs> Look, hey, y'all cannot blame Pastor Ellis for trying to get a boob rub. Like, he know that she thin as hell, so he wrapped that long arm, almost wrapped it. He was probably like a few centimeters away from the areola. I'm just saying, homie got him a fill-in. Man, look, forget about Pastor Ellis. Did you see how Bill Clinton and Jesse Jackson were looking at Ariana? They were looking at her like, I'm like, y'all don't. I would have, you know what? I would have thought that they would have had more attention on Fantasia or somebody. Ariana Grande, that's like a pedophile. Like, really? I couldn't believe it. He really had his hand on that. But he did apologize. So I give it to Pastor Ellis. He did apologize. He said he didn't realize that he was gripping the titty. But he didn't mean to. He groped all the... Now, you say grope. He groped. <laughs> he hugged. <laughs> he 
She hugged all the um, all the performances. I mean, all the people that performed that day. So, you know, um, it was a hell of a lot of people that performed. But for eight hours, though, I mean, I don't know. I don't even think Michael Jackson funeral was that long. You know? Look. I would have walked out in the first hour. I'm just saying. I don't want to be sitting in nobody's church house that damn long. How the hell did her body was preserved? Like, eight hours? Like, what the fuck did they do? Got an air conditioner? They put on some ice? I'm still trying to figure that out. People, you know they have technology that us, us broke folks don't know about, you know? They they did something for the rich folk, you know? Anyway, what what else you got going on in celebrity news? What you want to so, bring y'all, up? I'm hitting y'all up with celebrity news. First uh-huh. off, First celebrity news is NBA Youngboy. This nigga. Man, NBA Youngboy announced to the world that he has herpes. How this the? is what he quoted in his song. He's, he's, he quoted, herpes in my blood and that shit got me crying. I was like, what the fuck? Like, but you know what? You can't get mad for him telling his truth because I'd rather for a person to tell me than to still up here and burn me first. Like he did his baby. Well, did he burn the baby mama? Did yeah, he, he burned the baby mama. But did he tell her? I don't know if he um, told her or not, but. <laughs> so, on, on Facebook, I've seen a lot of people asking questions. So, I said that I was going to answer these questions, okay? Somebody did. Did somebody ask what I think they asked? What the fuck? Is herpes. He said, is herpes like some kind of AIDS or something? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> Did they not teach sex education in your class? Obviously not. So I'm gonna give y'all a little. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all a little something. Thing or two sex about lesson with Shauna. Go ahead, yes. y'all. <laughs> First, there's two different kind of herpes. Okay, they have herpes surplex, which is uh, um, herpes that you get on your mouth, which is the bumps, the sores, all that you get on your mouth. Or you got genital herpes, where you get it on your pubic areas or whatever. Okay. That's type one and two. Now, how you contract it is with the surplex. You can get it from kissing. You can get it from sharing toothbrushes. You can get it from um, secretions in the mouth. So, basically, if y'all in the club kissing on niggas, y'all might get the little herpes. But you know what? Now, I'm telling y'all, people got herpes nowadays and don't even know it. The, the damn rate of people having it, people mistaking herpes for cold sores on their lips and shit. No, boo-boo. No. You have surplus. That's all I got to say. Oh, Lord so, have mercy. So go get checked, y'all. And right. go, go take and with something genital, With genital herpes, you can get it from contact. So that's the only, that's like the only STD that you can get from, well, it's not the only one. It's actually, it's like two or three more. But, um... That's one of the, the one of the diseases, STDs that you can't get rid of, that you get from contact. So if a person got it on their pubic area, they got a bump that look like it's open. Don't be oh, it's a razor bump, no boo boo. That's genital herpes, and if you touch it, rub it, smack it, or whatever, your ass will have it. It's you get it from contact. Remember that contact. Okay. Mhm. So. If you can have kids, somebody wrote. If you can have it, well, won't her baby have herpes? Dancers know because I got a friend of mine. She had she had herpes and stuff, and she had a baby by somebody else. And um, the baby came out healthy, you know. So so you can have kids with herpes, but if you have an outbreak, most of the time, if you have herpes, the doctor won't let you have the baby vaginal because if the sore was to be, if you have a sore or something and it touches the baby, the baby automatically has it. So to um, eliminate all that, you get C sections instead, and most of the time it's 
what, 1% of people who give, who can pass on herpes on to their kids at birth. Right. So, that's a very, very low, low chance. But, be very, very careful. I can't even read all the shit that I wrote on this paper because (laughs) it'll just take all goddamn day. But what I want to know is, why the hell is the family making it like it's no big deal, like everybody's just tripping and making this big hoopla about it? First of all, it is a big deal because it's the STD. You can mess with somebody's life. These sores, from what I read on Google, oh yeah, everybody go on Google. My um, my resources was WebMD. Anyways... When you look at the stores, them shits look painful. Like, what the fuck? Like, who Hell is, yeah. You talking about it don't affect your life? The stupid ass shit the girl You know what I think? There. I think the family is just covering up for the media and the limelight. I think they just, they, they putting on the front. That's what they're doing. So you might, y'all not getting no goddamn Oscar. You need to take your asses to the hospital and make sure you can get yourself checked out or whatever, you know. You're not putting on the front, you know. So, what else you got for the people? If you're done yeah. with the sex lesson. <laughs> yeah, so that's all. That's basically when it comes to the lesson. That's it. And I want to know why the fuck this girl talking about some hot water, black to eye. I wait. Do I look like Blue Blue the motherfucking fool, bitch? Ain't no motherfucking hot water gonna burn y'all. She said she was cooking some noodles or something. Oh, that girl sounds stupid as fuck. I'm sorry. I, so, I couldn't be in a woman that's the hell stupid. Like, duh. It just popped you straight in your eye. Like, Ooh. it just went right down here. Nah, but you was just straight walking into the punches. That's what you was Nigga, doing. You probably, you probably said something that you, that you know that will set him off and that's when he attacked your ass. Ooh. Or maybe you, you hit him first and maybe he just snapped back. I'm like, you know, don't push him. You know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Well, it's he, like he might be mad that he got that shit. Anyway, so um, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> moving on. So power, y'all. Ooh. I finally she finally up caught up, y'all. Praise the Lord. She caught up. She caught up. I don't have to spoil it for her. Look, about to mess studio up. Yes, I finally caught up with power. But my question is. Her question Do y'all is, think Tasha can save Tariq? Now that Canaan is dead, Canaan. Man, dead. the way everything looking, I don't think I don't think it's possible. It's possible that she can save him, but the thing is, Tariq got to be one save because Tariq's at the age where he's going, he's trying to become his own man, you know. So, mm-hmm. and the way he acted, I don't think he can be saved, you know, because I, I still want to just go upside his head because I'm like, bro. You, you, your parents doing everything they can to keep you out the motherfucking life, but yet you want the life for yourself, you know? Right. I don't think he can be saved based on what I was watching, you know? And he gonna fuck around and get his own self fucked up. Right. But, but another thing on power, I was like, is proud to go down because this is why I say, don't criminals, you know? Because, you know, Tommy finally figured out that his dad was, a, was an informant for the feds. Mm-hmm. So he kills his dad, but he he leaves them out in the open. I'm like, my question to you is, Tommy, what the fuck are you thinking? And did you not discuss this with Ghost and everybody else before you decided you want to kill your daddy? Because if you're going to kill somebody, make kill, get rid of the body, you know. Right. Toss them in the ocean. I'm not no damn killer, you know. I'm, I'm no criminal, y'all. But I'm just saying, if I'm in a cartel and I know I got the feds on my ass, I'm not going to do something to give me away because... Guess what happens after after Tommy's dad died? There, the defense case against Angela, against against Ghost, against Tommy, all that shit got open. And guess what? And then now the feds turn on Angela. 
So basically, they they gonna give her a twenty four hour ultimatum. So my question is, what do you think happens? Do you think this is the end of the run, or do you think they escape? I don't know because the way it's looking, I think it's over, y'all. I think this may have been a nice run, but you know what? I feel like if these writers want another season on Power, they're gonna they're gonna find a way to get them out of this, you know? Right. So my thing was, I think it's possible if he if they stop lying to him. I mean, if they move and start a clean life, because right now New York City is not, they don't need to stay in the city. They actually need to stay in the suburbs or something. Because the city is not safe for Tariq at all. Really? No, if, I really don't think so. No, I agree with you on that. If they're smart, honestly, I would get the fuck out of America. Because wherever you go, it's going to follow you. Because your records follow you, you know. So I will go to a foreign country somewhere far. That's why I read the movie in the movie Superfly. That's why the dude never got caught. Because he took his money and ran. And that's what most of these drug dealers and these gangsters need to do. They need to know when to get the fuck on. Because if you remember the movie American Gangster, the Asian guy told Frank Lucas, look, you need to know when to stop, you know, because... <laughs> and sure enough, after that Asian guy told him a couple of weeks later, Frank and his whole entire family got busted. But luckily, my dog, Frank the Triple OG, only got 15 years because he ratted out the New York Police Department, so... But you're not going to be as lucky is what I'm saying. So right. you got to know when to leave, you know. And sometimes so, you just got to take your money and haul the fuck ass. Because there's some countries that you can go to that America just won't fuck with you. You can probably kill somebody and America won't try to extradite you if you go to that country. Because basically not, not all these countries fuck with America. Right. What else you got for the people? So with basketball wives. <laughs> so they call Evelyn racist because she told the, one of the girls on the cast member... If you don't remember, it's the Korean girl. I forgot her name, but she called the Korean girl Lee. And she asked, well, what is who is Lee? And she was like, one of the girls said, Lee is the person that does your nails. So basically, you call her a Chinese or a chink or something like that. So they went on and on talking about they need to kick her off the show. People did protesting. Not protesting, but they did a... um. Well, you had to sign a paper, a petition, to get her off the show. But she did come out and apologize. But that goddamn Jennifer told Tammy, bitch, you will always look like you on food stamps. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you put on. Wow. I'm like, well, damn, what do a bitch with food stamps look like? I wait, shit. That's why I want to know because, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always the ones you least expect are on food stamps, you know, because I worked at DCF and I've seen some people... Y'all dressed fly and stuff, walking into the food stamps office, looking like trying to talk to somebody about that case or whatever, you know. No one got them well, they probably lying to get the damn shit, to be right, honest. Right, right. So, you don't know, and you don't judge a book by its cover, so, she, she really ain't shit for saying that, but, um... So, industry beefs is, everybody know Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly going ooh, at it. Ooh, they going Nick at Nash it. and Cardi B. And Kanye West and Drake. Now, Kanye West and Drake, they was never really beefing. Kanye West felt some type of way about Pusha, signed to Kanye, and Kanye allowed him to diss him on tracks and stuff like that and talk about his family. But Kanye said he ain't got time for that bullshit. He trying to put out an album and get over his depression. Hello. So, it look like you'll be beefing by your damn self. So, with that being said, that is the end of Celebrity News. Man, we had a lot of questions on Celebrity News, but we had a new month. But I got to ask you something. Who do you think dropped the best album in August? Because a lot of people dropped some good music in August, you know. So, um, who would you say dropped the best album? I really don't listen to whole albums except except um, Nicki Minaj. I just got her album 
two days ago and so far i've been able i haven't even happened to skip through it or nothing i've just been cruising through I feel like Nicki Minaj's album was good, but it ain't it ain't shit on Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott brought the heat on that album, so I would say he brought the, he had the best album, you know. But y'all can feel free to let us know what y'all think, you know. Right. Um, just hit us up in the DMs. And today, well, I'm gonna do something a little different. So these chicks on Twitter called the Six Brown Chicks. They have their Wednesday Wisdom yesterday, and I was at work and I was reading through the questions. I said. I gotta answer these with my co-hosts, you know, because these are some crazy ass situations. And you know, we're gonna give people some advice today. So with that being said, let's get into the first question. Question one. Last time we had sex, I mentioned his stroke game was off and asked, what can I do to help him out? He says, I haven't been attracted to you in months. I used to think about your girl to get hard, but her her pussy is trash. So that don't even work for me no more. Help me. What do you think is going on in that situation? Lord have mercy. Throw <laughs> <laughs> the whole nigga away. Look, he don't fuck you. He don't fuck your homegirl. <laughs> and he still can't get right. Just throw the whole nigga away. You have no chance, boo. No. That, I, I, I have to agree with that. I'm like, I said the other day, I said, you need to leave because he ain't attracted to you. And once that attraction is gone, it's hard to get it back. You know, I don't care what you do. You could dress up like Beyonce. You might not get the nigga back. I don't know. But there are plenty of niggas out here. So I told her, move on with your life, boo. Move the hell on because it ain't going to work. It ain't happening, Captain. And it's the waste of a conversation right now because you knew before you said all that that you needed to leave that nigga alone because, for one, he bluntly told you he was not <laughs> attracted to you. He haven't been attracted to you in years. So basically there was nothing you can do from jump to satisfy him. So at this point, throw the whole nigga away. Throw him away. Just move the fuck on. All right, moving on to question two. This one really going to make you laugh. I'm drinking Parmesan, everybody. <laughs> Parmesan and ginger ale. Parmesan and ginger ale, everybody. This going to make you laugh and pop another cup. But um, question two. I work at Chipotle. My husband of two years works from home. So I got to it with a customer at work and was sent home. Only to find him smoking weed and masturbating to porn. I've been trying to get something from him all week. What is up with him? What to do? First of all, something wrong with that nigga. You might need to throw that nigga away. Because what man is going to turn down some sex to, to masturbate? Hold on, son. If the sex is boring, uh-huh. you probably get more excitement out of a porno. Because you know the porno chicks go that go <laughs> above and beyond. They're like Toy Story. Uh, what did he go? Uh, uh, up, up and away. Up, up and away, yeah. <laughs> they, they do it all. So what you need to do, boo, is turn up the heat in your bedroom. So if you need to go to a sex store, you need to get some lingerie. I'm talking about you need to do a little foreplay. Even if you have to go in um, surprise. I'm talking about when he playing football. You know, halftime coming. You be his halftime show. I mean, you got to do whatever you got to do, boo. You got to spice it up. If your man don't want to sleep with you, then you know something is wrong. Yeah. Now, if you do all that and he still don't want you, throw the whole nigga away. Yeah, I have to agree with that. You know, on second thought, you know, fellas, you got to give her a chance. If she's not satisfying you, don't be so quick to hop on Pornhub or XNXX or X videos. Tell her what's up. Tell her what's on your mind, you know. Porn ain't cheating anyway. I mean, sometimes I have to watch a flick to get in the mood because it ain't because of sex bad. It's just that not, I don't give a fuck how good the dick is. You just not always in the mood. So if your nigga want it, you don't want to be like, no. So sometimes you got to get right. You know, you the real MVP for that because some women, they'll just, they'll just try to shut the nigga out. But then, you know, but me personally, if I see my girl don't want to, I'm going to leave her alone, you know, and just move on for another day. Anyway, moving on to question three. We 
work as we met as at work as interns. We flirted a lot, but he was super focused on doing his job. The company hired me, but not him. So we hooked up on his last day before he returned to Nigeria. He sent my XXX fix to all the bosses and they fired me. I love him though. Help. I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, you don't need to be sending no goddamn pictures of yourself to him. Because you, you don't know what these niggas going to do nowadays, you know? Wait, did he send it to all her bosses? He sent it to all the bosses. So I guess maybe he was salty about the fact that he had to go back to Nigeria and not get the job. So, <laughs> he blackmailed your Maybe he book. wanted her to marry him or something. I, I, I don't know. Like, maybe <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted you to say, hey, I'll marry you so you can stay here in the States. Like, I don't know. But to send all your pictures... To your bosses because he ain't get the position. Man, throw the whole nigga away. First of all, he don't want to see you happy. He don't want to see you do good in life because he's not doing good in life. And those type of people, even if you was to keep him and marry him, guess what? Every time he's down, you're going to come down with him because he cannot see nobody that he with above him. So with that being said, throw him away. Yeah, he can stay his ass in Nigeria. Ain't mm-hmm. no motherfucking green card today for you, my friend. Not today. <laughs> Moving on to question four. Never thought I'd be writing to y'all, but here we are. My boyfriend of four years said he wasn't ready to marry. I got tired of being at other people's weddings, so I put him out. Six months later, he got engaged to some chick he met on Tinder. Uh-huh. I'm sick. Help. First of all, you he <laughs> how you sick? He didn't want to marry you, and you must have did something to not make him want to marry you, you know? You must have put the pressure on him, you know? Um, yeah. Sometimes it's not always women's fault. Sometimes just the man's just no longer interested. So he just finds something different. But trust me, if he found her on Tinder, it ain't gonna last long. He barely even fucking know it. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. Even though sometimes you might just find some gems on twin Tinder, you know, but it all depends on how they treat you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what the hell is Tinder? Is that a dating site or a porn site? I <laughs> Okay, Tinder is it is a dating site where it's simple. If you like the person, you swipe right. If you don't like them, you swipe left. And if you really like them, you hit them with that super like, you know. What? They got a super like? They got a super like. And you'll get bu- the fuck out of here. But the only thing is, they can really get the fuck out of it because you only get one super like a day. So you got to really like that person, you know, nine times a team. Wait, so you have to waste the like? <laughs> That's basically what it is. And then sometimes... And then if they like you back, you, you match up with them, and then you start talking, and you know, hope we go somewhere, you know. But Tinder's not, not as bad as Bumble, you know. Bumble is similar to Tinder, you know, but you be swiping right, and if you match up with them, here's Wait, the Wait, it's called what? Bumble. You know like what? a bumblebee. I'm tired. <laughs> How you tired? It's only 8 o'clock, you know. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired of the mess. I'm tired of it all. Just tired. Throw it all away. Throw it all away. I, 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 I agree with you, you know. <laughs> but moving on to question five. From day one, our relationship consisted of late night hookups and getting drinks. He told me he was getting married, so we agreed to one, one last fling. That night, his fiance. A cop, she caught them and arrested her. He said I was a hooker and he won't help me fight my case. Advice. My Wait. advice is, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I had a thought. I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how you get out of that. You know, <laughs> I, I really don't know. 
Because I'm like, how are you stupid enough to? I don't know. That's you don't. You don't even love yourself enough to be the main chick. I. I don't know. What. What. What you think? I. I don't know. I think love don't have loving yourself. Self love has nothing to do with it. Um, some people just don't care. Like they just they love themselves, but they just don't care enough to like give a fuck. Some people just don't care. Like if you if you see a guy who's with a woman, but he don't respect her enough to be faithful, some women be like, well. If he don't, I don't want nothing from him. And the only thing he wants is a fling, and the only thing I want is a fling, and it's a fair deal. But, you know, if you that type of one that's trying to main him and he got a girl, then something ain't right with you because they have this saying, the way you get them, is the way you lose them. So, with that being said, <laughs> nah. I was like, yeah. Throw right. the whole shit away. Throw it all away. Okay. Moving on to question six. Three of us were tight. Not just as clubbing, clubbing buddies, but as real friends. I had a very brief affair with one of their dudes that resulted in a pregnancy. I'm due next month, and my friends have not planned to shower or anything. I expected there was support. What the fuck? I'm saying, what the fuck do you? How do you mess around with one of their niggas and get pregnant by that nigga and expect their support, you know? Wait a minute. So, she... Repeat. Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I was listening. I don't know. Um, Did you zone out? <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm going to give you the Cliff's Notes version. Basically, it's three friends. The one, the friend that's writing got pregnant by another one of the friend's nigga. Okay, that's what I thought I heard. Yeah. I had to make sure I heard it right. <laughs> so I can say, bitch, go to hell. Anyways, so <laughs> if you're going to have sex with one of your friend's man and then get pregnant, bitch, you don't deserve no goddamn support. You deserve a foot in your ass. That's what you deserve. Bitch, she might, she should spit on your ass for even trying her. Talk about you need some goddamn support. Bitch, support these guys. <laughs> I'm Man. totally with you. Man, she tried to fuck out of it asking for support. How the fuck you wanna support them but yet you wanna fuck around? Because that shows you ain't a real friend because a real friend would know not to touch another not to touch another another nigga woman or another nigga man. You know? <laughs> you you an idiot, you know? That's what I'm just like And then get pregnant, the audacity for you to get pregnant by my man and then want my support? Man, I feel like I'm the homegirl. And at this point, you don't need help, bitch. You just need that. You need, yeah, you need help. You need psych psych help for you to even think that somebody is supposed to support you after you done told they happy home apart. It ain't happy because it was cheating. But after you done told they little home apart, oh, it ain't just your fault, baby. It's his fault, too. But at the end of the day, you the friend. You the loyal one. Yeah. He, he's supposed, you know, niggas, we already know niggas just gonna lie. But I, I expect. More love and support for my friend. And for you to act, I can't even get off this story. Let me just stop. Man, you're what? right. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's like if one of my homeboys came to me, told me how he got my girl pregnant, I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. You can have her, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously she wants you in the first place. So you fuck know what? Get out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. Don't ask me for no support. Fuck you and fuck the baby. I don't give a fuck, you know? So I'm totally with you. That the girl. Baby. Man, look, I, I, sometimes I go uh, complete savage mode, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what? Get your ass in a mental ward. And me, while you get your ass in a mental ward, we can move on to this last question. Yes. My girl suffered an asthma attack while giving me head at first. I didn't know what was happening, but I was turned on by it. How to trigger it again? First of all, my nigga, if your girl about to die while giving you head, you a fuck, nigga. Because I want my girl alive, you know, and you got turned on by that shit? 
My nigga, uh-uh. I need my girl alive, you know. I'm not about to make her do something that's going to kill her. I want my girl alive, you know. You know what? That is so crazy. <laughs> she had an asthma attack. Well, I guess that made him feel like he was doing something. <laughs> ain't no woman ever made him feel like he was doing something before. So, you know, her catching asthma attack is like, oh, shit, I done did. Ooh, shit. I done had it in her throat. She couldn't even breathe. But what he don't understand is, bitch, you do it again, she may not make it out of that. Uh, you are yeah. murdering her. And, and how you gonna explain that to the cops? And especially, more importantly, how you gonna explain that to You know what? They gonna have a field day with it because I'm pretty sure they don't <laughs> have people die from having sex. And then all of a sudden, oh, um, I was just, we was, I was having oral sex and I must have put it in the throat <laughs> and she just stopped breathing. The, forget the cops. The daddy gonna kill her ass. Just that, her daddy gonna kill her ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> that is just crazy. Those were the questions from the Six Pound Chicks podcast. We're going to be asking some questions again next week because there were some crazy ass stories these people be writing into them. But moving on, I got to ask this question I saw on the shade room. What are some red flags you notice while dating somebody, you know? Because everybody has something to say on it, you know? I was just fucking around and said, <laughs> I said... I said one thing I said. If I'm out chilling with them and I know they put sugar in their grits, <laughs> that's a red flag. I was just fucking around, but I have some more red flags. But wait a minute, sugar in the grits is a red flag for what? That they like sweet grits. <laughs> <laughs> that they they real oats is cream of wheat. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but then some people put sugar in their spaghetti, so I'm like, okay. Wait, I'm not trying to put taste no damn diabetes in my spaghetti. No, you, know? you don't put a lot of sugar. You put a little bit to take the, you know the acid out of your you know out of the food, so it don't yeah. burn your stomach. Yeah, some people it's like, but. But some people don't understand that, and then when I taste that spaghetti, it tastes like straight up diabetes. I'm like, God damn, how much should you put in this motherfucker? Don't y'all hate when y'all go live and then people want to inbox you and call you and shit, get your attention? Like, really, motherfucker? Yeah, that's annoying. So it can wait, motherfuckers. But moving back to the question (laughs) that was on the shade room. Red flags for me. Okay, red flags financially. If we go out, if you invite me out. And all of a sudden, oh shit, I ain't got the wallet. Oh fuck, niggas got the wallet. Oh niggas try it. I ain't never had it done to me, but I done heard stories. So I'm gonna say this. Red goddamn flat. That nigga ain't never have it in the first place. He just wanted to eat on your dime. Now what happened if you ain't have no goddamn money? Then you be stuck like goddamn Chuck. Red flag. Secondly, if that nigga come over your house and automatically think he gonna stay tonight, red goddamn flat. See, you must ain't got nowhere to stay of your own. You trying to get some. And if you're trying to get some, that nigga try to fuck you. He try to put it in without a condom. Red flag. Get rid of his ass because he might got some. He done did this before with other people and they might ain't stopped his ass. So, yeah. watch out. Yeah, I got red. Here's some of my real red flags. Number one, if I'm out with you and you just all on your phone, you just texting away on your phone. Or if I'm at your house or if I, if I invite you over, you just all on your phone or all on your feet. I'm like... That's a red flag right there. I'm like, what the fuck? You really ain't yeah. interested. You really ain't interested. And another red flag, if you around the house and you tell me about yourself, you you spend more time talking about... I understand dating somebody with kids and all, but if all you want to do is talk about your children and stuff and talk about my role in it and how I would fit in with your kids, you're telling me, oh, you'd be a great role model because they really need to make me for red motherfucking flag. I'm trying to get to know you, not your goddamn kids. You Wait know? a minute, because if you got kids, you fuck with her, you fuck with them. 
If you buy her, you got the. No, project. I understand that part. Make I, it still, no, no, I understand that part, but not on the first date, though. Oh, on the first date, not sure on the first date. How I'll be a perfect stepdad is not going. Yeah, but yeah. telling me about your kids and stuff like that—that's that's appropriate. But it makes sense. But don't be telling me how I'm. Be, I'm gonna be a step parent to them, and and nothing. I don't want to hear about your ex. What your ex did. My ex did this. I don't give a damn about your ex. I want to know about you. Your struggle. I want to know how to love you, you know? You feel me? Yeah. So, that's kind of my rhythm. I done been there. I done talked about an ex on my first date before. But it's because we done talked about things that we done been through. So, of course, quite naturally, you're going to bring up what you done been through with your ex. You now, know what I'm saying? So but the whole date, not, though? No, not the whole date. No, because I went out with somebody the whole date. They wanted to talk about their ex. I'm like, shawty, you beautiful. Let go of that hurt because I'm not that nigga. I'm better than that nigga. But anyway, niggas always say they better than that nigga, and then you got some traits. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, I ain't that nigga. I, I'll do this. I ain't doing that shit." And then you got a little trait that mean you kind of like that nigga because you doing similar shit. You just ain't did that shit. Crazy. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to Nike. I gotta say, shout out to Nike. I fucks with y'all for life. You know. And once we get some liquor talk gear, it will be some Nike liquor talk gear. Because did you see the ad in the campaign they had with the pictures of Colin Kaepernick, the pictures of Serena Williams, the pictures of Shaquem Griffin, you know? Did you <laughs> see all the ads, you know? You know what? I've seen people go as far as when they protest for Nike, they cut their shit up. Listen, if you don't bought some goddamn shoes from... Um, Nike. No, if you don't bought some shoes from Ross and JC, not JC Penny, but uh, what's Foot Locker. The, no, not Foot Locker. Those little, you know, low budget places like they got Marshalls. Marshalls and sh- you don't bought some Nikes for them. Them motherfuckers ain't gonna give a damn about no damn retros. Listen, them the shoes they give, they give two fucks about. They paying them shoes just to be damn damn hundred dollars. Right now you get them at damn. Ross for twenty something dollars. Chada is not gonna miss them shoes. You might as well stop ripping and tearing up shoes and exactly. shit that you done already paid for because you call yourself protesting, wasting damn money. You better put them bitches online and sell them. Damn. Yeah, or if you don't want to sell them, or give a damn about the troops you want you support so strongly. Oh, you're disrespecting the flag. Oh, but you got homeless veterans out here. Shoes talking to you. They got shoes that talk to you. Shoes falling apart. Clothes falling apart. Give it to them, you know. Right, but you rather give them to Ray Ray down the street because, um, you rather give them to Ray Ray down the street because he, he like them. Bitch, it's a man on the corner who would love them. Fuck like them. They would love them. They shoot. They ain't got no damn shoes. Yeah, Tom, fuck. That's why I say to fuck, fuck, burn them. And then one guy so stupid, he burned the shoes that got the shoes on his feet. And the next day he had to go to the hospital. I'm like, yo, stupid ass. <laughs> Who the hell burns the damn shoe with the shoes? Take the goddamn shoes off if you're going to burn the damn shoe. Right. But I'm like, you know what? This country is just so anti-black. It's crazy, you know? It's like Nike can, Nike for years have had sweatshops not paying people with the shit. The producer shoes, they ain't say nothing to them. But time is about supporting black athletes. Oh, y'all got something to say. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm done. <laughs> I'm just done with this. I'm, I'm like, it's ridiculous. Uh, moving on to another thing that I found ridiculous. HBCUs and PWI students arguing. I'm like, and black PWI students arguing. I'm like, now Florida State played the other day. They lost. And guess what all the Florida State 
Simmons did on Twitter. They start talking shit about FAMU. I'm like, why do y'all feel the need to talk shit about FAMU when your so-called beloved Florida State didn't even accept black people until like the 70s or 80s, you know? Why do they? Why do black people always have this separation? You know, because you, there's never no white folks. When I even when I lived in Tallahassee, no white folks ever said anything bad about FAMU. You know, I walk up to a white person, have my FAMU gear on, and it could be a game day, and they'll be like, "Oh, did FAMU win today?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, they won." They don't say nothing bad, but it's always the black students. <laughs> why is it like this? I know this is something we talked about last week, but why is it like this? Why do we always have to have this argument, and why are we always so separation against each other? I, I just don't get it, you know. I don't honestly have. I don't know what to say because I don't watch college ball or anything like that. But what I got to say about that is, it's all the same shit. I don't understand why they're talking. Sh- they ain't all on black colleges. No, no, no. Florida State's a predominantly white college, and FAMU's a black college. You oh, know? okay. But my question, my thing is. I don't care where you're going for education, you know. You're going to better yourself, you know. So I'm like, what's the point in fighting with somebody, always fighting with somebody, each other, when both y'all trying to better yourselves? I don't know about that one. Because even in high school, you always going to have a rival. I guess it makes the games interesting when y'all beefing. If everybody getting along, would you even go? I mean... You need some kind of some kind of excitement. I expect. My- I need to be able to look across there and be like, "Bitch, that's why we won." Not yay! Thank you, congratulations, guys. It's no fun. No, but see, the thing is, Fanny and Florida State don't play each other, you know. Now, Fanny, but don't cook me. I expect that, you know, because that's our rival, you know. Mm-hmm. And even with them, we only hate each other for one week. The next thing you know, then next week after that is HBCU Pride, you know. So we got love for each other. We're gonna support each other, but for one week out of the year, the Florida Classic, which. It's always love, you know. Mm-hmm. Damn you, y'all need to motherfucking win the classic, goddamn, you know. Do some shit, goddamn nigga. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of that, you know the NFL season kicks off tonight, you know, with two teams I don't like, you know. The, I don't like the Falcons or the Eagles, you know. I was like, shit. Both of y'all Wait a minute, hold on now. Get off Falcons now. Man, fuck the Falcons. Falcons in <laughs> Chicago, I mean, not Chicago, and Falcons. Cowboys. Now you can get off them. Okay, mm-hmm. the Falcons blew a twenty-eight-three lead in the Super Bowl, and the Cowboys—they got a racist owner. You know how the hell is your owner so racist? And yet you got the blackest fan base. You got more black folks that fuck with the Cowboys than any other team. How that can you? That is so true. I don't. That's the one thing I don't understand. I was like, you know what, Jerry Jones? I hope he eats a dick and dies slow, motherfucker. Because you need to stop man. hating on so black people. Telling telling the black athletes. They will stand for the anthem, toe on the line, or we're going to cut your ass. Bitch, I, bitch, I don't go fuck <laughs> stupid ass old motherfucking ass. You need to go somewhere, you know? You know what? Only a person with money can say, fuck you, I'm, I'm going to kneel. Because me, if I ain't got no money, I'm standing up for that goddamn <laughs> motherfucking pledge of allegiance. But whatever the hell to the flag, because at the end of the day, that check is okay. But I know everybody got to stand up for a cause. Please stand up for what you believe in. But um, stand even Nike says stand up for what you believe in, even if it costs you everything. You know Nike is the real MVP, and you know Nike has been supporting Colin Kaepernick this whole time. The man hadn't played in nearly two years, and they still supporting him. And and I'm like the NFL, like oh my goodness, this man got cut from NFL teams, you know, but yet they still supporting him. You know that's why I say I will rock Nike to the day I die. Support y'all, you know. 
Yeah. Because I, y'all, and I love me some Nike, so um, I ain't going nowhere. Exactly. You ain't gonna catch me burning my Nikes. I'll go right to that Nike outlet and go go get some more. You know. And if you burn the Nike gear, don't burn. If it's the size fourteen, I'll let your boy. Shit, you no, know. No, give it to the homeless people, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did you hear about the story about the former Cosby Show actor that was working at Trader Joe's? No. No, Jeffrey Owens. This black lesbian couple spotted him working at um, Trader Joe's, and then they reported it on TV. I'm like, what? Which one was it again? I believe his name was Jeffrey Owens, and he used to work. He used to be on the Cosby Show, and they spotted him working. Jeffrey Owens. Which one is Jeffrey Owens? I'm not sure which one he is, but I remember. I can't remember off the top of my head, you know. But they spotted him working at Trader Joe's. I'm like, first of all, this is this is why the black community is falling right there because we see somebody just trying to make a living. Because obviously, the Cosby Show don't went out since syndication since they had my friend Bill Cosby, you know, and um, and everybody's just like. Oh my goodness, he's working. I'm like, why y'all gotta put this on social media? And now y'all gotta put this man on blast for making a living because they did the same thing to another person. It was a female. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. Damn, I forgot. Her. Oh, the girl that used the light skin girl that played in the Players Club. She working at Walmart. Oh wow! And somebody went live and they showed that she was working at Walmart and all that stuff. Like, listen, what you rather put in the room? Be homeless, living in the shelter. No, they gotta restart their life. Come with, they have to be stable. They have to stay stable. Yeah. So of course they're gonna go back to the regular lifestyle. Just because you have money, don't mean you not you can't lose it. Because they say the way God give it to you, the way He'll take it away. So with that being said, this is don't don't ever count out your blessings. And people get greedy and they do too much and they buy all these nice cars and stuff. And guess yeah. what? Once you owe them taxes, they take all of that. So yes, that. yes. The smart that. thing to do is to put it in your mama's name. And the smart thing also to do is start your own company or flip that way to make some more money. Legally. Not illegally, people, because I know some of y'all asses. Right. Y'all be on social media <laughs> talking about, oh, I can flip money. No, motherfucker. Do that shit legally because I don't need no more more of y'all being in jail, you know. Like, it's already like, enough of us black motherfuckers in there. Hell yeah. It ain't nothing but a slave working. It ain't nothing but a slave camp. So I will, but I will say shout out to Tyler Perry, though, even though I don't really like some of his movies. I will say shout out to Tyler Perry because he offered the man a job in one of his next movies. So I said, okay, salute to Tyler Perry for seeing that story and being like, okay, I'm going to get you some work, you know. Yeah. But I, I respect that, you know. But moving on to our main topic of the night, which is gender roles and relationships, you know. Because I see this gender roles debated a lot. Because 2018 is so different from the 50s and the 60s where the man used to do everything. Now you got the women doing everything. Yep. And you got some women that want to go help on everything. So what do you think about all that, you know? Well... I believe in the 50-50 deal only because I know I ain't rich. I know the nigga I'm dating ain't rich. I know that we can make it together if we put it together. But I'm not going to say, do I like the treatment of somebody doing things for me? Of course. But if you can't, we can do it together. So, babe, I want my hair done. I guess we have to go 50-50 because um, you can't get my whole head done. You know what I'm saying? But I can't honestly say that a woman that... um. Wants a man to take care of all the bills and all that stuff. I really don't believe in that. Yeah. I believe in a 50-50 deal. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Nowadays, in today's society, with how much everything is costing and the way things are going up, you know, and it's like, 
I would I would rather have somebody um going fifty fifty, you know, working with me, you know. Now another thing with gender roles is who pays for the first date? What isn't always the man to pay for the first date? Because sometimes I found out women be paying for dates too, you know. And they say September is National Take a Man on a Date Month. What? Well, I wonder which woman gonna take. I a man guess on I a date. won't be going on no date in September, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I honestly think it can go both ways. But I mean, if not trying to saying me, I ain't finna invite. I be like, um, you come over, I cook. But I ain't finna buy no whole no whole meal for what when I can cook it. Yeah, but. But now, see, me as a guy, I said that to a woman time. She got uncomfortable. I'm like, really? She I'm got uncomfortable with what? I said to her, why don't I just bring you over and let me cook you dinner? And she was like, no, I want you to take me out to eat. I'm like, what? I was like, um, bye bye. Because I see what you're about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you about getting a free meal out of somebody. I'm like, uh huh. I've done um, that before. Like, I don't even like this nigga, but I guess. <laughs> and see. <laughs> And see, and I respect women that will tell a man straight up, no, I don't like you, rather than for whether you me to waste my little $20 or $30 on a nice dinner, especially if I take you somewhere nice like a Texas Day Brazil or Bonefish Grill, you know. But you know what I have somebody tell me? The first day to never be them taking somebody out to eat. The first day would be us meeting up at a park or something like that so we can get to talk and he was like if I feel comfortable at the park with you to the point where I know we're interested in each other then I'll buy you a meal so I'm like well damn that's just like exercising and then buy a meal <laughs> not exercising and buying a meal <laughs> yeah we gotta do all that damn walking and shit talking and stuff shit I mean I mean, me pro- what I used to do is I it's do- like auditioning for a meal <laughs> auditioning for a meal right I mean, I did that too, but sometimes I, I take it. I take it to Starbucks and let's talk over some coffee or something, you know, something simple, you know, because you know us, us as men, we get tired of having to pay thirty or forty dollars for a date, and then turns out, oh, I'm, I'm just not that interested in you, or they ain't returning your calls. I'm like, really, really, right? So, and then now some women, now some, I will say, some women will pay for that. Will pay for that half of the meal. Now, what would you think if a woman says? Oh I, oh, I paid my check, my part of the bill. I said, because some people have told me over the years that if a woman pays for her part, that means she's not interested in you. I mean, that's what you see in movies. Yeah. They throw their money down and haul ass. You know, so that means they're no longer interested. Some women do that to show a man that she can pay for her own bills as an independency thing. And some people just do it just to show off. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if some people do it like that and then they tell me I'm still interested in you, I say, okay, you're the real MVP. Now, another question. Is it acceptable for the woman to be a bread woman in a relationship? Now, say you and your dude have been married and you make more money than he does. Are you going to look at him some type of way? Are you going to look down on him? Or how do y'all handle that? If I make more money than him? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, no. Because most of the relationships, most of nowadays... Men have a hard time finding a job, whether they're convicted felon or not. And even if they are a convicted felon and they is trying to change their life, they don't get a chance to because people still judge them off the past. But what I got to say about that is most of the time I am the breadwinner in my relationship. Like, I always make more. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't judge as long as you trying. That's the only thing about women that that's what nowadays women want a man to try. If you're not trying to do nothing to better yourself, then how can I help you? True, true. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to help me help you, 
then there is it's, it's no point. And if I got to teach you how to do it, then I'm wasting my time. Yeah, that that's definitely for sure. Now, this last part of it, well, not the last part, another part of it, was a part I found stupid, you know. Now, some women have proposed to men for marriage. I'm like, what the fuck? Have you lost your mind? But you know what? Ever since I've seen um, that Jim Jones and what's the girl name? Yeah, I don't remember her name. Well, ever since I've seen her propose to Jim Jones, that has been a thing. Like, more people and more, more and more people are starting to do it because they've seen it on reality TV. And they, would, they was judged by it, but then everybody just came around and was like, oh, it's not so bad. But guess what? They never got married. Wow, they never got married. You mean, I mean, she, she proposed to him and they never got married. That that's crazy, you know. Me personally, I'm I, I still that's the one thing I do believe a man should do. A man should propose to his woman, you know, because that's how we're brought up. I'm I'm old school in it, you know. So I still believe that that man should just get down on knee and propose to a woman when the time is right, you know. Right. But and some women, y'all just gotta be patient with us, you know. I mean, I'm not saying wait forever or wait, because I hear that some people that will um that will wait like 20 years, be engaged with somebody like 20 years and still not be married, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Oprah. I mean, I guess when you have Oprah money, I guess you don't need you don't need no. Wait, so Oprah and Stan is not married? I don't think they are. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up, y'all. <laughs> Oprah, that that's a really good question, y'all. Y'all let us know. And why do people tend to allow gender roles to define their relationship? What do you think of those people instead of just trying to be the best person they can be for themselves? Why do people allow what gender roles there are to define their relationship? Because they live in a world of judgment. People judge you for what you allow and what you don't allow in your relationship. Instead of you living off of what you believe in and how you feel and what your feelings are, they they live their life off of like they living on reality TV. Like they have to live in other people's expectations instead of their own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, so are we done with the days of the man having to be a provider and the woman take care of the household and make sure dinner is done and all that stuff? Are we done with those days or you no? Know, I think when when people get married. It, it varies because you have some women, I have co-workers that's like that, like they have a significant other at home so they know they don't have to work as much and sometimes they get to the point where they get so burnt out they be like, well I'm going to ask my husband and see if I can take a few months off of work or if I can like put in a leave of absence a while for, and then he'll have to just pick up my slack or something like that. Now you do have people who still play that role as in well, if I'm tired and I'm tired of working, my man should pay the bills. He should do this and that. But I don't think that day will ever be over because that's how the world's supposed to be. A wife, a wife's supposed to be home with the kids, and the man's supposed to be making the money. Yeah, that's how everybody would want their life to be. Mm-hmm. That's the great life. Yeah, that's the great life and all. But huh, today's today's society and plus the way they paying us, you know, and saying nowadays it's and the way. Everything, everything is always on the rise. Everything is going up, but but minimum wage. So it's just crazy, you know. And it's like, like I said, everything going up except minimum wage. You know, you know, minimum wage barely moved. You know, so if quick note to politicians, if y'all get somebody, vote for somebody that's gonna do something about this minimum wage, get it up some more because I would love to be in day to have it up. went up. It went up this year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much, but it did go up. Yeah. So. 
when I see fifteen dollars in minimum wage, I know we ain't in Seattle, Washington, but um, and when I see fifteen dollars in minimum wage, I will be happy with that, you know. But I think that's it for gender roles, y'all. Y'all let us know what y'all think. But moving on, it's time to go off on some people. Time for to tell somebody you ain't shit. Who you got this week? Well, really, I really don't have anybody this week except this girl in drive-thru at McDonald's. Look, people <laughs> come to McDonald's angry. Like, they just come to work with a straight attitude. So, I'm at the drive-thru, and mm-hmm. I'm telling the girl my order, and she talking. So, I'm still telling her my order, maybe hoping that she listening. And I stopped just to see if she got my order. I ain't seen nothing come up on the screen. So, I said, what's my total? She said, you got to tell me your order first. I said, well, Ooh. bitch, if you would have heard me... If you was listening, you would have heard what I said. I heard you talking to somebody else the whole damn time. Oh, my hand must have been on the button. What's your order? Bitch, at this point, I don't even want to order shit nothing. I don't even want to order nothing else from your ass. First of all, your attitude fucked up. Secondly, I drove past the window and you look like your ass just didn't want to be here. You threw your hand and just the most. Child, your tracks look like they about to show. Child, get... Girl, bye. Girl, bye. So, with that being said... Get the fuck on. That's my new shit today. Get the fuck on. Get get gone. Anyway, but quick question: Which which McDonald's you went to? The McDonald's on fire on Fletcher. On Fletcher Twenty Seconds, the worst that, goddamn. Yes, it is. See, that's where he fucked up at. You know what I'm saying? Because you got you. I hate to say you got to go to the one on Bruce B. Downs if you want some McDonald's because they'll look out for you. Because. The ones in the for some reason, uh, my coworker brought this up to me last night. He was like, "Have you ever ate food at the white at the white in the uh, fast food place in the white community? They're organized, but if it's one in the hood, they don't know how to talk to nobody." <laughs> That's so damn true. They come yeah, with a straight that fucking attitude. That is That is so true. They baby daddy them. It's cheating and shit. They still come to work and want to blame everybody else for their problems. About? Yeah, and then and then then the one I went to that same one on Fletcher a couple day a couple weeks ago and legit was like, Man, your food come, your food come, bro. I'm like, Really? <laughs> My food taking forever for y'all to we we put some more meat down, bro. It's coming, it's coming. It's like, come on now, bro. I've been wait I done seen about four or five people get their food ahead of me, so I'm totally with you. They can get the fuck on and now, they, if it's fresh, I wait. Okay. I ain't gonna lie, I'll wait. Cause I will order me some fries with no salt in the heartbeat. Give me some fries with no salt <laughs> in the heartbeat. I'll wait for my fresh fries. I'm telling you. Hey, that, that's a smart thing to do, y'all. Anyway, my goes out to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Because this week, my boss tells me how there was a dead body found at one of our sites. Well, not at one of our sites, but right in front of our sites. And the officer that was working for us, they would call the cops and they do they did their due diligence. Tell me why this officer comes comes on the scene in an unmarked charger. First of all, man, fuck you officers for, for driving in them goddamn unmarked cars, number one. But anyway, you drive around and then you gonna drive down, don't see nothing, then speed off. It take three days later for them to discover that there was a dead body. The body done started decapitating and all that shit. I'm like, of course the body gonna start decapitating stuff because it's old and all. It take y'all three days to find a dead body? Hillsborough County <laughs> office, y'all ain't shit, man. What the oh, fuck? They ain't, they ain't never been shit, child. Them, them some nasty ass people. I, I can't say Christ because I love white people, but 
them some nasty ass people. Cause we got black officers and we got white officers and we got Spanish, we got Korean, whatever. But listen, some of these officers in Hillsborough County can be nasty for no damn reason. Yes, they None can. You can be very respectful. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. And listen, they will still give you the worst attitude ever because they having a fucked up day. I'm like, if you having a fucked up day, then leave me the fuck alone. Then don't put your fucking lights on. Don't get behind me if you having a fucked up day because I'm you about to fuck my day up. You you it's in the middle of pitch black dark. You want to put your lights on, bitch? I wasn't even going over the fucking speed limit, you know. So if you having a fucked up day, let me speed in peace. Leave me the fuck alone and find them dead bodies when you see one. When somebody reports to you, there's a dead body in this car. Fucking get on it. It should take you three days to realize. Oh my god, this person is dead. And it turns out that this person was a veteran and stuff. I'm like, this is how y'all treat y'all veterans? Listen. Oh. I am so happy right now. She happy, y'all. Because somebody that I look I look at all the time, somebody that I always share videos, somebody that, you know, I support our future future uh-huh. governor of um, Montgomery, Alabama was just watching our show, Jamel Brown. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, shout out to the future governor. Hey, if you ever want to come on board, come on, just let me know. We'll talk politics with you, you know what I'm saying? Andrew Gilliam, if you see this, brother, come holler at, come holler at a fellow rattler, you know? Because we love to come have you on. And right. I got another one for the list. To all you racist ass people who want to burn y'all shit, man, y'all ain't shit, you know? Because Nike already got the money from y'all. Y'all posting it online, y'all burning the shit. Nike don't give a fuck. Do y'all not understand that? Oh, I, I think they get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a bonus one for y'all. What? This goes out to this black singles and travel group in Florida that I'm in. They ain't shit. You know why? Because they planned this event. At Top Golf, that's why your boy got the first cut. You know, only five people show up. Really, y'all knew about this event in damn near July, and only five people show up. And they have the they have a group in Jacksonville that they the Jacksonville group they be doing everything. They got people in Miami doing everything. Tampa group, we can't get together. And this lady, this one lady, the organizer drove all the way from goddamn Sarasota to come be at this event, and only five people show up. How the hell are you supposed to be mingling if only five people show up? We're gonna meet in person. Child. Man, we do all this talking online. Let's meet in person. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> so to the black singles group in Tampa, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. Cause that nigga don't need to be on Tinder. So y'all really ain't shit. So I got a question for y'all. It's this Facebook um, group called Sisters That's Your Man. This is your man or whatever. And this shit was popping a few months ago. But it's still, it's still, I ain't gonna say it's popping, but it's still posting bullshit. So I'm still trying to get, what is the point of posting? What is the point of that group? Now, I know the group is supposed to be about awareness. It's supposed to let the ladies know if your man is cheating. But I'm trying to figure out most of the time that the women find out their man cheating, the result is you arguing with them. Them defending their loved one. So with that being said, you're not doing anything but making it, you know. You making it, you just making a mockery of the situation because she ain't going nowhere. She probably already know. Probably don't give a damn. She probably doing her anyway. I just never understand the group. So if you are in that group, 
please let me know what is the point. Like, after what I just said, do you really feel like it's helping or it's making things worse? Hit your girl up. Okay, that group sounds like it's just wasting time and everybody playing Messy, themselves. messy, messy. Y'all playing ourselves for being messy. Quick preview for next week. Why do people play the victim in a situation that they created? And also, why do some people in relationships play the role as saving somebody from a certain situation? Why is that? <laughs> y'all, y'all think about that because we're going to go in on that next week. And by the way, I pulled that topic straight from the book, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. See, y'all might want to go ahead and cop that book. You yeah, know? I need to not give a fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Trust me, that book. That book. He got me not not giving a fuck about some things. Sis, I need that book back from you. I, I really do. You know. Anyway, any closing points for the people? Nope. Just love each other. Pray, pray, pray. It's a lot of people that's dying. A lot of people that's getting killed for no reason. So, y'all need to put the guns down, put the gloves on, put the, the, the fight it out. If that's the only way y'all can dissolve, y'all can dissolve the situation, is y'all have to just fight it out. I really, y'all fight it out and shoot it out because I'm so sick of seeing my black people being wasted on the side of these streets by the hands of another black person. I'm so sick of the black on black crime. It's ridiculous. So, please pray for your family members. If y'all beefing and it ain't that deep, make it right, man, because it ain't that serious for y'all to be beefing because you never know when that person has got to go that's true that is well said we really need to stop with this black on black crown because other races are just not going to take us seriously you know because i remember saying episode of family guy where a white person shot a black person but time but time the black person claims that oh i shot them the media just haul ass so we really need to stop with this black on black crown because that's the number one kill of us because we make we raise hell when a white person kill us but black on black that's that's a sound killer. But my closing, excuse me, my closing point today is simple. No matter your gender role, embrace it. Be your best at it. And be open to non-traditional gender roles, you know. If you got to play the role of the provider, then play that role, you know. Because you ain't always going to be the provider, you know. Don't be El Cheapo with somebody for no reason, El you know. Cheapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, El Cheapo. Because you never know when your time is coming for them to be the breadwinner. So, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you love that person, embrace your role, you know. Embrace that, it. Embrace it and run with it and do it to the best of your ability. That's it for Look and Talk. You can get at your boy Real V. Jones on everything. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and LinkedIn and Facebook is my government name, Victor Jones. How, how can the people holler at you? Y'all can catch me on Facebook at LaShana doing just fine Coleman, Instagram at Chocolate Drizzy, and I just recently made my Instagram, I mean not Instagram, but Snapchat, but y'all can hit your girl up on Chocolate Drop. So with that being said, y'all have a blessed night, and thank you for watching and sharing the video. Thank you for listening to Look at Talk. This has been Grown Folks Conversation at its finest. I'm Vic. Vic and LaShawn are out this bitch. We will see you next time.